Welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web with your adventurous guide to the good times, Charlotte Tweed. Each week, Charlotte takes you on the journey of a lifetime to a delightful Caribbean locale where the sun never sets on your good life at a great price. And now with her muy amigo, Carib Carter, here's your host, Charlotte Tweed. Hello, 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 and welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web, where today Charlotte is going to tell us about Hoko, Hoko Topek, Hoko Topek, uh, which Gary wrote for me and put up on the screen a while ago, and that's the only reason I could even come close to saying it, but she was there, and it was very nice, and that's one of the things she's going to tell us about in her wanderings over the past week in Mexico. Charlotte, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, Carter. How are you? I am well. I am well, yes. thank you. Good. And I've got my bright yellow shirt on to keep us both awake through this whole episode today. Yes, there we yeah. go. I have a new yeah. shirt too. So <laughs> Very good. So you had a big week. You, you not only went to Hoko Topek, but you had a near-death experience. Yes. And you even at the end of the show today have another rental, incredible rental force. Let's start with, I can't stop saying it now that I finally figured it out. Hoko, some, some Spanish words are just fun to say. I remember I used to buy peanuts and the woman said they called them cocoates or something. I just couldn't stop saying it. And yes. so Hoko, Hoko Topek, you were there. What was it like? Hoko Topek. <laughs> It was, we had a really good afternoon. We, it's a town on the other side of Lake Chapala. So it's the west, the very west side. We hopped on the bus, we, which cost 24 peso for both of us one way, which works out to about 50 cents a person. How much? And it 50 cents a person is what it worked out to. Wow. For wow. one way. And it was a 45 minute drive. Wow. That's yeah. great. <laughs> so it's very, very easy and very cheap to take local transportation. So we did that, took it to the end of Lake Chapala and explored Hokotepuk for the day. And it's a town of about, a municipality of 30, 37,000 people. So it's That's a fair size. size. Yeah, That's it is a fair size. size. It was bigger than what I expected it to be. Yeah. Very nice. And really it had a feeling for us more like a small version of Guadalajara. It, Ahihik has the very old 16th century ancient buildings, which Hokotopak also has those. They have the old church, but the streets aren't the cobblestone streets like they are here. They're all paving stone. The sidewalks are much more walkable than Ahihik. They're normal sidewalks. Yeah, it, it was really nice. We had a wonderful lunch and a beautiful restaurant and it was, it was a yep. really nice afternoon. There's shopping. There's the same thing you get in all the Mexico towns, the side taco stands. Um, all the, you know, the Mexican flair that you have, the squares, the families out, the children out, people driving wow. around the streets in cars and ATVs and golf carts and motorcycles, whatever has wheels and moves. <laughs> so you felt, so, and it had, it had a, a friendly feel to it. Oh, Yes. Yeah, we walked around the streets. We were there for, I'd say, probably about four hours. Walked around the streets by ourselves, and it was safe. 
It was good. It's incredible. You know, I was in, I had to go to Washington for a meeting about a new media network on Thursday and or Wednesday, whatever this, this past week, that was my wandering. And I got to tell you, I did not feel safe anywhere in that city, nowhere. You know, they, you know, they had to close down the Starbucks in the nation's capital at Union Station, six blocks from the Capitol building because it was unsafe to go in into Union Station. Wow. So contrast that with your experience in Mexico. Yeah. And we were at the bus station because we had to get our ticket, go back to the bus station and buy our tickets to go back. And we felt safe at the bus station, felt safe on the bus. We even had uh, a local gentleman got on the bus and, of course, played us a song. Asked for a couple pesos, but got on and played us a song and got off at the next stop. <laughs> but he was willing to play you a song for the pesos. Oh, yeah. Yes, to do something, not just put his hand out. It was, he played a song very, for, very for a nice. couple pesos. So that was, that was nice. And the interesting thing, I've mentioned this about the buses before too. There are bus stops, but if you want to get off, you just stand up and stand at the door and he'll, the bus driver will stop anywhere along the Carretera and let you off. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. I just love it. That is just so, it's, it's friendly. It's friendly and it makes you feel good. And you know what? It honors you as a person mm -hmm. rather than everything here now is so impersonal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I, I went into Lowe's the other day and I, I had worked there several years ago at the paint desk just because I had just finished 50 years in Washington, I wanted to work around real humans. So I worked at the paint desk in Lowe's for a couple months. And I went in and one of the guys who was still there had like three years ago said, hey, Carter, how you doing? I started talking. You know what he said? He said, you know what? You're lucky you're not here now because yeah. it's not friendly anymore. Yeah. He said, the customers aren't friendly. Nobody gets along with anybody. He said, it's just, he said, you're lucky you left when you did. And and it's so the opposite of what you had. It is. And, you know, when you go into shops or restaurants, you're always greeted. When you leave, they always say, if I get this right, hasta luego. And then they say another long sentence. And they're always very friendly. A lot of them don't speak English, but that doesn't matter. They're, they're still very happy to see you and very friendly. Yeah. But, but for all you know, that longer sentence might be next time you come back, spend more money. <laughs> you know, everybody, it's, I'm... I have to find out what it is because everybody says the same thing. Oh, really? So, yeah. Very nice. It's kind of like a thank I'm you. Sure very, not, not a thank you, but come back again or see you next time. Yeah. Something yeah. like that is what it is. Yeah. So it's very, very nice. Very, very nice. It is. And so this this town is, it was 45 minutes from where you live now. Mm -hmm. Nice bus ride. Clean bus. Wasn't a chicken yeah. bus. No, it wasn't a chicken bus. And it's it's at the end of the lake so i think what they do just kind of based on what we saw they stop at the bus station and i think they clean the bus before it goes back on route again because we saw someone go in with a mop and clean everything up and then come out so yes yeah, so it was clean the bus was clean comfortable seats i actually kind of dozed off on the way back fell asleep a little bit so very nice yeah. very 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 nice and the interesting thing too with the buses I have a kind of a phobia about public transportation. Really, I don't like it because I hate public transportation in Canada. The C train is is horrible. 
where I came from in Calgary. It, it is not a pleasant experience. The buses are not a pleasant experience. So I have that in my mind that that's what they're like, but they aren't, well, they aren't like that here. So it's a little anxiety. Oh, what is this going to be like? But it's, it's a great way to see the area because they take you down into towns. There's quite a few towns along Lake Chapala and they go down into all the towns in case there's people that want the bus. So you do also get to see inside the other towns on streets that you normally wouldn't go down because they're really, they're just residential areas kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing to me and it, no matter what country I've gone to, and if you do get on a bus or do get on the transports, how those buses they can turn on a dime. I don't know how they drive on those narrow streets with yeah. one-way traffic and they come within inches of the vehicles beside them. Like, because these are old streets, right? Ahihik's uh, a 16th century town. And those yeah. buses, they cruise down those streets. It is remarkable. And, and you mentioned them cleaning it. I think one of the things that that when our, our viewers make their move to the good life at a great price in Central or South America or Mexico, they're going to be surprised, mostly because of the media's misrepresentation for years, at how clean the Latino yes. people are. Uh, and all, my wife, who's Honduran, as you know, sweeps the sidewalk in front of the house every evening. I mean, it's just de rigueur. They do. I've seen them out sweeping the cobblestone streets. They have these special long, they look like a broom that would be completely useless. It's like a broom a witch would write. You see a witch cartoon and they have the straw, like big straw ends, but those that's what they use to sweep in between the cobblestones. I have actually seen people sweeping the street, the actual street. Go. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nice. Very nice experience. Yeah. I always used to think that Mexico was dirty. Because oh, I didn't spend time here. Because that's what, like what you said, that's what's portrayed on TV. Yeah. In the media. I mean, in that's the what they've done for years. It's, mm -hmm. it's, oh, it's awful. So what about this near-death experience? <laughs> Folks, um, we're not talking about a hold-up, please. Okay. <laughs> I, I was almost killed. Yes. It happened on Sunday morning. We were walking to church. And I've mentioned before, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned before, on the Carretera, there's these big, beautiful oak trees that stretch over top. So that's nice and shady to walk. And we were walking on the, the shady side. And it was it was a beautiful day, beautiful morning, no wind. My husband and I heard this snap. And then I felt like someone hit me over the shoulders with a baseball bat. Wow. I, I was completely shocked. I had no idea what happened. It, my shirt got ripped. I had scrapes down my back. I turned around and looked and there was a, a log about the size of a baseball bat behind me, which I thought that was what hit me, but it wasn't. My husband said it was way bigger. It was about six feet long and bigger around. And it hit my shoulders and bounced off into the street. And then a car hit it. <laughs> so, <laughs> serves it right. It serves, it serves it right. right. But I, if that would have hit me in the head, it would have killed me. It's that big. It was heavy. that big. And it I have actually been hit in the back full force with a baseball bat once before by accident. And oh, I know what it feels right. like. And that's exactly what it felt like. It was like someone came down full force with a baseball bat on my shoulders. I, I got to ask parenthetically here, because I know all our viewers are wondering, how in the hell do you get hit in the back on, by accident with a baseball bat? <laughs> oh, that, it's when I was a kid. 
I'd have been a teenager. And my sister's, yeah, they were married at the time. So my sister's husband's sister came out to the farm to visit us. And I, I can't remember exactly how I got in the way of the baseball bat, but she threw up a ball and swung full force to hit the bat and hit me instead. Wow. Yeah. I got, I got to say, I grew up, as you know, in inner city Baltimore. So I saw a lot of guys get hit with baseball bats, but never accidentally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never accidentally. My mother was furious. <laughs> <laughs> she was not happy. So, so did you, did you, did you get medical attention at that point? No, I didn't because, you know, surprisingly, like we came, we came back. Obviously we didn't go to church. <laughs> We came back to the apartment, just kind of sat down and decompressed a bit, or the condo. And it's it's weird. Like, I wasn't in a lot of pain. It was more, I think I was more in shock because you're really, it's, what happened? I can see how falling coconuts kill people. Yeah. Because it, it was instant. We heard that snap and I was hit. My husband was right beside me. He didn't get hit. But I'm I'm feeling okay. Like, I'm a little sore, but... Nothing's broken. Everything's moving. I yeah, you look great. You don't look yeah. like you're in any kind of agony. No. When was it? A couple of days ago? Sunday. So Sunday. So four yeah. days ago. Four days I ago. Thought, yeah, yeah. I thought Monday I'd be in agony, but I wasn't too bad. I'm a pretty okay. tough cookie. <laughs> I don't know okay. if it's if it's growing up on a farm or, or or my German genes, but I'm I'm a pretty tough cookie. <laughs> yeah, I would say you're a very tough cookie. I would say you're a very tough. High pain cookie. tolerance. Yeah. So. Any other highlights and any other positive highlights? We had a weird, we had a weird week, Carter. It was a weird week. It was a weird week. The other thing we were going to do to go and explore some towns is we were looking at getting a car rental. It's very difficult to get a car rental here. So there's two places in Ahihik where you can go and rent a car for a day or a week or a month. And we went to one and he spoke very good English. How can I help you? do you have a car that we could rent for a day? Well, I do daily rentals. Yes. I think it's, it's $40 a day that covers everything, but I have no cars to rent. Okay. So we took his card, you know, we'll be in contact. Thank you. Went to the next one. They had no cars either. It's like my brother is the one who manages the car rental. Here's his card. Give him a message. He has a schedule on when they'll be available. I've messaged him. I haven't heard back. So so car, if you want to start a business, you know, car rental might be a good idea to do down you know, here because it is really tough to get a car rental. It's very odd. Have you thought about buying a car? Are cars real expensive in Mexico? We haven't looked into it. We, uh, You have to have a special number to buy a car here, which we got when we did get our tempor- temporal. So you have to have a special number. And then now the government has come out with an RCF there's a different tax number. And at this point, we just, we don't want to buy a car. Yeah. It's an an extra expense. We're fine walking everywhere. We'll just try and keep renting a car when we want to go a little bit further to go and get some more supplies type of thing. Cause that's what I would like to do now that we're settled, go and pick up, stock my pantry, go buy a bag of flour because I'm not going to buy a bag of flour. Yeah. And all my other groceries and, and walk home. So I just like to get a few of those type of things. So when a car comes available, that's what we'll do. Very nice. I think my wife and I are going to buy a car in Honduras because, you know, we own a home down there on the beach, La Save a Beach Club. And you can get a car down there, pretty nice used car for 
three to five thousand. So that's that's yeah. good. Yeah. So so I th I think that's good. I think that's very very good. And I mean, there are a lot of cars here. There's new cars. There's old cars. There's expensive cars. So we'll we'll just keep looking. But at this point, we don't want to buy a car. Good. And you can walk pretty much everywhere. Where you are, you can walk for we pretty much walk. everything you need. Yes. Let me ask you this. Is there any kind of, you know, we're giving people a feel for what day-to-day -day life is in, in Mexico. Mm -hmm. How about any kind of sporting events? Is there any, are you anywhere near a, yes. know, do, they, do they play? Well, I know they have baseball in, well, in Mexico. And football, which we call soccer. Soccer, right? yeah. <laughs> and actually yesterday when we were in Hokotopec, there was a sign-up for a soccer match against Chapala, and it might have been Hoko. They call it Hoko for short, which is a lot easier than Hokotopec. Yes, it is. So, yes, yeah, they have, they have that here. They have sporting events. I haven't noticed any fields, like um, any soccer fields or anything like that, so we maybe just haven't walked by them. But they do have, have soccer. Well, I know they have baseball because when I was a kid, there was a great baseball pitcher named Warren Spahn who won 343 games. I mean, he was great. And he pitched, he was like 41 years old and threw a no-hitter when he was 40. But the way it is with great athletes in particular, when they go, it's gone, right? And mm -hmm. so Warren decided to go to Japan and play, and he could not make it in Japan, which is pretty competitive baseball. Yeah. So he ended up in the Mexican leagues. Oh, okay. So I know they have, I know they have, have it there, yeah. And he got cut there. So I think well. then he figured must be <laughs> must be over. You know? So yeah. You know Find that. report to us if you don't mind, because I because I think they'd have it very active. I would think they would, you know, and I would say soccer is probably one of the most popular sports. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. You know. I don't know if my husband took a picture of the soccer match or not. I'll I'll have to I'll look into that for you. He my husband loves sports, everything. So Oh good, good, yeah, good, so. good. So I'll get him yeah. to, that can be a, a, a homework for him. Yeah. Very, very, very nice. Very, very nice. So it's just, it still remains a very pleasant lifestyle and inexpensive. Yes. Yes. And since we had an odd week, the other strange hurdle that we had while living in Mexico, Mexico is a very cash society, especially in Ajijic. So you, you never know if a restaurant or a store will take your card. So it's always very important to carry cash on you. So I was down to my last 70 pesos and I shouldn't have got down to that. We went, we, we were going to go to Hokotepec on Tuesday, <coughs> but we went to the bank machine and it was out of cash. We went to another bank machine. It was out of cash. We went to four bank machines that had no cash in them. Right. And we, in total, we went to eight bank machines. The other four had such exorbitant fees that there was no way I was withdrawing money. It's like, I'll wait and see if the bank machines get restocked tomorrow. So you really have to watch what they're gonna charge you because they'll charge you anywhere from 35 peso, which is you know $1.25, $1.50, right. up to 179 or 189 peso, which is nine, about nine dollars. I'm not wow. charged. We're not paying nine dollars to withdraw wow. out. Yeah. I'll wait. Horrible. You know, ridiculous. see if you see if it's the same thing in Mexico it was in Honduras. Somebody and somebody the other day, an offshore club member actually called me about this and said he was heading to one of the countries down there. I can't remember which one it was, but he said, Should I stock up on dollars? Mm. And I said, No. 
I said that one of the great myths is that you go to like Honduras and everybody's saying, could you pay me in dollars? No, they don't, they don't want them. dollars. <laughs> they don't. I have 300 US dollars that's been burning a hole in my wallet since we left <laughs> Texas in the fall. And it's like, nobody, wa nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. No, convert them. them. Folks, when you get down there, convert them. Yeah. <laughs> Come down and get pesos out here. Yes, we had some mishaps with the machines. But the good thing, there's a, there's actually a Scotiabank here. And it's a Canadian bank, one of the main Canadian banks. So if you, and we have an account there. So if I go to the Scotiabank and take out fees, there's zero fees. Oh. Zero fees. Wow. And always decline the conversion. Do not accept the conversion at the bank machine because they'll charge you about an extra $20 more. We've been watching. Thank you. And they'll say, okay, here's your conversion. It'll be X amount of dollars. Okay, let's just keep note of that. And we'll go back after we with, make the withdrawal, check our bank accounts, and it'll be about $20 less than what the bank machine would have charged us. So always, if they ask, always decline the conversion. Excellent. Excellent. These are great insights. These are great insights. Mm -hmm. So I think you have a another let's what's that rent yeah i think it's time for guess us to play price? what's that rent what's that rent or guess the price okay what's that it. rent so i've had questions from people asking where to find rentals that type of thing and online of course you can find them but once you get to where you're going you're going to find different resources where you're, you're not going to find them online right so this is the, the local paper and it's in english Wow, so, nice, huh? Uh, Loho, oh, El Ojo de Lago, the gold yeah. of the lake. The gold of the lake, right? I don't know, but I very good. <laughs> I think that's what that is. <laughs> and that's a picture of the lake there. That's Lake Chapala. Wow, gorgeous. Yeah. And it's free. The best publication money can't buy. It's a free publication. You can just get it at the at the local grocery store. <laughs> And there's real estate in here. There's stories. There's events. There's all kinds of stuff. And the rental section, there's a few here, but I like this one. So I pulled this one out. It's in Upper Ahihik. So Upper Ahihik is on the north side of the Carretera. It's on the hillside, not lakeside. All right. Okay. So ground level bungalow, open plan, living room, dining room, kitchen, one bath, one bedroom, totally furnished, including linens and equipped kitchen, purified water, gated community, common area includes large pool and patio area, 24-7 security, rent includes maid service once a week, linen changes and gas, tenant pays electricity and internet within walking distance to Ahihik's main plaza and Malacon, non-smokers. Wow. So, so what do you think that one is? I'm I'm saying that one is six hundred and fifty dollars a month. Oh, you're you're close. Seven hundred. I am. USD. It's what? Seven hundred USD. Seven hundred dollars a month total, yeah. and yeah. that includes the maid service and includes utilities, security, everything. Yeah. The only thing it doesn't it includes the gas. And like the even linen changes. So they take your towels, they take your bedding every week. Uh, the only thing it says pays electricity and internet. So you don't, you have to cover your electricity and internet. 
but from so I'm guessing because electricity is not included that it may be air conditioned because that can uh, really fluctuate, right? Excellent point. Yeah. 700 a month. Gorgeous location. Yeah. Gorgeous location. Fully furnished, fully stocked kitchen. I I love the the maid service. I I love it. I, I once you once you get used to having someone come in and clean your house and you're doing you're you're helping the community because it's local people that do all this work that do the gardening work. Yeah. Do, it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I, I haven't cleaned a house since we left Texas. <laughs> in Texas in the fall. I've had I've had maid service in Belize, Nicaragua, and here. It's it's fabulous. I wish I were there. I had to clean all my rugs just this past week. Well horrible, horrible job. I couldn't afford a housekeeper or to have my house cleaned or my garden tended back home. There's no way. I think that home, the way you described it. You're talking at least a thousand a month in the U.S. At least, at least, at least, at least maybe maybe twelve hundred plus having to pay utilities and everything else. And no maid service. Yeah, certainly no. And if you want that, it'd be another two hundred. What? It would be empty. Yes, yes, and it would be empty. (laughs) That's precisely right. (laughs) So there you go, folks. You know, we're getting more and more people now, thanks to you, ask sending me notes and letters, as you know asking about Mexico, thanks to Charlotte's Wandering Web. You're enticing people down there. The Board of Tourism in Mexico should pay you a fee. <laughs> they should. <laughs> <laughs> they should. <laughs> yeah. So this is just great. This yes. is just great. Once again, thank you for what you're doing is just sharing the real life experience with us, mm-hmm. which is just great. It is just great, and it's a good experience. So thank you. It's thank great you seeing you again. It. I'm glad you are safe and sound. You look good. I don't see yeah. any swelling on the shoulder, nothing. Thank God. No, no, so, I'm good. <laughs> so, so so we will see you again next week and find out where Charlotte has wandered once again. It's great. Right. Thank you, for- ma'am. That's wonderful. There you go, folks. It's just uh, you're learning the real life down there, and you know what? It's a good life. It's a good life. Get in touch with Charlotte. Ask her about it. Um, and uh, go on down, pay her a visit, and let her show you around. Find a nice place for you like that. There's where to write. Say, Charlotte, here's my question. All right? So once again, as I tell you every week, let's do this thing.